Guys, welcome to the Messerfit Mafia Podcast. We've got the crew back with you today. So we've got Lee Sandlin, Nate Sexton, Dr. Swole over here. <laughs> so we're going to go through some things. Um, uh, our, our basically our thankful list for the gym, the our, our thankful fitness list. And uh, we'll, we'll elaborate on all of these, but straight up, Number one, specialty bars. We're thankful for that. We're thankful for workout partners. We're thankful for a group of gym yodas, a community that you find at, the, at your local training gym, optimal space for picking things up and putting them down, and garage doors. And then last but not least, the gym free table. Free table, yes. So you can, every gym has to have a free table where people can get rid of crap they don't want. <laughs> Um, because it's gone like immediately. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Like, like, like people, people will bring in like, uh, 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 seeds and bulbs for plants and they're just like gone. But, uh, so starting out with workout partners, I think people, especially uh, bars. I mean, starting out with specialty bars. Like, so we, we started out, we started this gym with a barbell I pulled out of the trash can and like no joke out of the trash can. And uh, um, the end would fall off. <laughs> the end would fall off at random. I still have it. It's in the it's in the back room. I need to have it welded. But I still yeah. It's a it's an old Troy bar from a uh, high school weightlifting room that they threw away. Um, and then just the weights that I used to use when I was a kid in my basement. That's how we that's how we got this whole thing started. But uh, now we got a plethora. We actually have so many barbells. That that Lee or that Nate tried to sell me is I'm like I don't even know where I where I can put it. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually to that point. <clears throat> but uh, I would say my favorite specialty bar is the the Rackle Camber bar. Like only you. I I that bar. I think that bar single handedly saved my my ability to squat. Because so you're not talking about the easy squat bar, you're talking about the yoke bar. The yoke or the yoke bar. Oh my! The rack yeah, hundred percent yeah. yoke bar. Yeah. I mean, I uh, after messing up my patella tendon, I I couldn't squat at all, and then diving into box squats with that the cambered bar or the yoke bar is the only reason I'm able. To, I was able to squat again. So because it, it actually taught me how to squat right. Sure. Sure, yeah. and and I think it's it's amazing that not only you know, um, it's 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 like having different flavors of cereal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you you get tired of eating the same cereal all the time, but yeah. for some reason, if you change bars, like squatting becomes exciting again. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like if I use a different bar every week, like go from the easy squat bar to the yoke, like it, it makes it, it makes it fun again. It's like a, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. you're you're setting PRs and. All kinds of different things. All kinds of different things. Not to mention we have the world's worst easy squat bar. <laughs> it's everything but an easy squat. It bar. is the hardest bar to squat with. I think the yeah, I think the greatest lie ever told was that, that there is nothing easy about the easy squat bar. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's easy to. It's not even easy to hold. I mean, it's, it's not like, even easy to rack. Not even easy. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing, nothing easy about it. Yeah. Actually. Like most most easy squat bars is going to take thirty percent off your squat. This will easily take like fifty six percent off your yes. squat. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. 
Lee's, Lee's over here squatting 375 pounds and like barely getting out into the rack. Struggling. More <laughs> like yes. a core exercise than it is a squat. Exactly. Yes. The way it shifts the weight. Yeah. yeah you, you know you're done with the easy squat bar when your guts hurt. Like, you're like, <laughs> your legs are still pumping, but your guts hurt. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. We all know what Nate's favorite specialty bar is. Well, Can, love the log. I love log. Yeah, <laughs> I love log. I'm actually, I'm pretty sure that he takes the log home and sleeps with it next to him in his bed at night. Kenny Loggins and him are yeah. friendly. Yes. We are. I do love the log. Yeah. It's a hit love hate relationship. <laughs> I love it. It hates my biceps. Hate it. Yeah. We don't even ask people what they bench press anymore. We we actually just ask them what they log press. What they log and press. And we determine how to judge them from there. <laughs> what do you log press and what do you good morning? That's what, what, you good morning? Yeah. what do you good morning and what do you log press? I can yeah. tell everything about a person. Exactly right. right. I know exactly. how tough you are. Yep. I know how strong you are. Yep. 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 But I, I think there's this idea, though, of being more, uh, uh, you know, dealing with more of the, uh, uh, the mechanics of it all. And that is if you hammer the same angle, yep. same joint, week in and week out, no, no matter how good barbells are, eventually you're going to lead to overuse, repetitive stress, with that. Not just the boredom factor, mm-hmm. it was the idea. So there's a benefit. Not only do you get exciting new movements out of having specialty bars, but you also hit different angles, and therefore you can have time to recover. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so the idea is it makes you stronger because you're recovering. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you're, you're hitting different different parts of the movement so and you can with that you can adjust your your training intensity just by changing your bar bars up sure and so you could you could i mean you could train at a maximum load sure but overall on the system you're not you're not driving that that max your maximum potential in every single lift yeah and and i think it's the same way with like the accommodating things like that you can always maximize something so you so training is also fun because you can always go heavy, but you're not mm-hmm. destroying yourself because you're not hitting that same yeah. modality over and over again. Exactly. So get yourself some specialty bars. Yeah. Or come to Best Fit and train on ours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, start a home gym. Nope, don't do that. Don't do that. Bad idea. <laughs> Bad idea. That's you what, sold mine. That's Bad what idea. Facebook Marketplace was invented for. <laughs> yes. It was. Fill it on out. Get out. <laughs> we already have the bars. Come on in. The water's yeah. warm. Yeah, the water's warm. The water's warm. Yeah, the water's good. <laughs> okay, so workout partners. This is a huge one. I really think this is so underestimated. Sure. Um, I mean, I know for me, I, I've spent the majority of my life training alone. Sure. Um, just because nobody ever wanted to come every day yeah. and actually train. Yeah. Uh, but as I get older and and my, I mean, things have changed a little bit recently, but um, I think it's just so important to have somebody to show up for. Yeah. And that will actually push you. Um, that you can that you can either kind of idle uh, idle off of or um, kind of pace or there when you're when your energy is low their energy is up um, it's it's really important to have that those people in your corner and it doesn't have to be the same person it can be especially in a training facility or a training gym it can be multiple different people that that keep you going but um, I think it's really important. And that's why I think the class aspect is, is, sure. is kind of a big deal for most people and like the general population who are, who are, who are getting stronger and whose goals are to have a healthier and stronger life. So, yeah. Well, to me, the, 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 uh, the fundamental advantage, though, is that somebody that's always watching you technically, but also if you have an honest partner yeah. that will tell you, man, that was garbage or that was good, the idea... And also the, the pushing forward to the next level because you know when you're training by yourself sometimes you get a bad lift and you're like you're like I'm out yeah but with a partner just be like okay 
you know, one more, like, you know, there's totally. always that little, totally. you know, maximize the effort, but also somebody that you can look at your form technique and tell you, hey, was that, was that fast, was that, that slow, how'd that, how yeah. that look, should I go on? Because even if you videotape yourself, you're not really honest with yourself. No. Video doesn't really, and then setting up video, yeah, it's a whole it takes forever. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing good about it. They can help you take off the 45s. Yep. Yeah. Half the yeah, half the loading time, <laughs> half the loading time. time. Yeah. 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 But also, I think just like any appointment, showing up for that person. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. Like having that accountability. Yeah, showing up. Yep. Yeah, it's big too. Like on the days, there's just days you it's a, it's a grind to be here, right? When you yeah. have that person, that makes it less of a grind. So for oh, sure, I, yeah, you got to come in, you got to show up, or else you got to send that that text like, "Hey, I'm not gonna make it into this ride." Why not? Yeah, yeah. So, so that aspect. I know. Gonna, yeah. At least twice this month, I've I've uh, I started the day with a training partner, but then didn't have one, and then I ended up just playing on the computer and, instead of actually working out hard. Well, and, and the power, and the, the power of even having a spotter. Oh, it's huge. It isn't so much safety as much as it is. I mean, the safety is important. Yeah. But the idea of having somebody that you trust to, you know, what's in the, to monitor your technique, but also to know that they're there. You know what I'm saying? Like the idea, it's, 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 it's valuable. Yeah. Because for some reason, there's an encouragement when somebody, you know, hands the bar. There's, there's, more, there's just an encouragement there that doesn't exist when you're just doing it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to surrounding yourself with gym yodas. Yes. Um, Sometimes they tell you the things you want to hear, and sometimes they tell you the things that you don't want to hear. I mean, it's up to you to listen to it, but it's, uh, it's good to have that, that uh, wall that you can bounce things off of and, and talk through training progressions. And, um, also in the gym, I mean, you know, I've used Marcus as a resource forever, but also there are tons of people in the gym that have done other things, different sports. Really? Other, so you can ask different perspectives. So somebody's, somebody's like, has an expertise in different areas. Yeah. You know, the more educated people you have, and also the more practically educated, you know, people that have actually done it, you know, who have played sports and uh, lifted weight, you know, like, you know, different levels of that. You can have somebody who's not, has practical knowledge. And like I said, so the man, you know, a man with many counselors is wise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Having all those resources is huge. Yeah. Even then, just somebody kind of looking out, like to say, hey, you know, maybe you're not training enough, or maybe you're overtraining, or somebody <laughs> yeah. kind of sees those patterns, right? Yeah. And points that out to you because sometimes it's missed. I know that's my biggest thing. Is I, I don't, I don't realize that I'm overtraining until I'm probably six weeks into overtraining. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and I still even ignore those, those. Uh, those warning signs mm-hmm. because I, I just get, I put my head down and I grind and then, uh, and then, I mean, you can go, you can, you can Google what overtraining symptoms are, but, uh, <clears throat> so Mark, Mark, Mark and Nate are, are grinders. I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a bougie lifter. <laughs> so I, I, I go into existential crisis when I miss one lift and one workout. Yes. Yes. I'm ready to trash it all. And like, <laughs> do new, programming. new programming. It's gotta be the program. It's yeah. gotta be the program. <laughs> I don't miss lifts. So, yeah. So yeah. 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 I, it's, I don't, I, I rarely miss lifts either. It's the, I try not to ever purposely miss a lift, but it's a, it's an account, it's a, it's a, a building stress that, that digs on me just because yeah. of, of what CrossFit is and having to train in 37 different <laughs> modalities. For me, it's kind of having me in a wanting to be strong, but also wanting to be fit. Yeah. yeah. Right? And the volume number just, yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's hard to balance heavy. Yep. And volume. Yeah. 
when we talk about the gym yodas, but even when we talk about partners combines with that. But you know, when you're used to seeing people lift, you have that community. Mm-hmm. People lift, and all of a sudden, when you see them do something, you're like, wait a minute. Like you look, you're like, wow, that's really good. You've come a long way. Yeah. Look, you go, wow. A couple weeks ago, that looked. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? Just even somebody that pays attention to your. Yeah. Yeah. And you've done that to me. Oh, I've watched. Yeah, a million times. Were you slow, fast? Yeah. What what happened? Yeah. 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 Are you turtle shelled or turtle shell? Yeah. 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 Technique good. Yeah. How's it? How's it working? Yeah. 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 Um, So that kind of builds into the community of the of a training gym, just uh, not just those those counselor slash kind of higher level um, people, but also just the, the general community and feel of everybody pushing towards the same goal. Um, it's kind of, a, kind of a powerful little situation to be a part of if you are looking for. I, I would say I've worked out MasterFit for a decade or so more now so that I'd say that, you know, I've got 20 plus friends that I consider friends yeah. just from the gym. Yeah. People that I would, you know, have gone out to eat with or hung out with or helped outside of the gym, you know, done something outside of the gym or something like that. But yeah, 20, at least 20 plus people that, you know, that right. I know that I consider friends now that are, yeah, that I've met just at the gym. Totally. So. Totally. Yeah, no, super important, right? Like uh, even even with uh, <coughs> my daughter and I going up and serving with Lee yep. once a month, right, on the, at, the, at the kitchen, that's opened up like a world of opportunities, not just from hanging out with Lee, but like all these conversations with my daughter, right? Probably something we wouldn't have done had I not started working out with Lee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, we really need to get a a gym day. I got one open. Put on the schedule. I got one open. So yeah. So we we can get a group of people to go up there. Yep, it's fun. All right. Just but, uh, so everybody hears that we're, <laughs> we're doing a gym day the, the, monthly at the soup kitchen. Yeah, at the soup kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, community. I, I think once again, if if having a trainer partner makes you accountable. How much more accountable are you when you come into a you know group of people that are there that you see all the time? And so the power of that, you know, like you see them at five thirty morning, like they go, I, I, you hear it all the time here. Like I haven't seen so and so. You like you know yeah. the accountability of not seeing that person. Yeah, reaching out to them and wondering what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm implementing systems that makes that even harder for people to skip. <laughs> uh, for people that have been around for a while, I mean. I think optimal space for picking things up and putting them down and then garage doors, those are, those are big time thankful things for us. Super thankful. Oh yeah. Um, so we, when we started the gym, it was a 2,500 square feet, um, cool little spot. Like I actually, I have very fond memories of that, of oh, that space. Yeah. Um, and, and we started, or when I started, it was, it was a lot different um, than I technically wanted it to be because I was, I was trying to go after a specific clientele group, not necessarily just have the gym that I wanted in my a basement. Studio, yeah. yeah, so, but over time, it's, it's kind of changed and morphed into more of the, the place that I would want to be, um, which turns out that that's the place that lots of people want to sure. be. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, having garage doors is huge. That was that's always been a part of my oh, my man. big dream. Yeah. So yeah. now if I could just get them glass, that's my next in, goal. In the, in the spring and summers of that, when there's a breeze outside, and those doors are open. It's awesome. It is the most fun place to be. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact there. you can roll the weights out in the parking lot. Yeah. Well, accessible yeah. in the parking lot too. Yeah. 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 Outside, like yeah. Left it in the sun, right? Like the sun, music bumping. Yeah. yeah. Springtime rolls awesome. around. Awesome. Awesome. And I don't miss the Mercer carpet at all. <laughs> Mercer carpet. Oh, yeah. 
our, our second location, half of the floor was wooden and it would, we couldn't lift any weights on that area or it would just crash down into the basement that was filled with water. It was a, it was a cool place, but uh, yeah, we don't miss that, that very much. At all. Of course, now we have stone holes in the. Yeah, now, yeah, now that now these big strong guys just break my concrete. Whoa! I haven't broken any concrete. <laughs> several bars when I started here, but I think those were the other ones you pulled out of the trash. Yeah, those were the trash bars. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, last but not least, it kind of goes with the, the community aspect is our free table. It's kind of like Goodwill for the gym people. It's like how, how many times have we seen um, free gym clothes? Oh yeah. Yeah. Or shoes I, given away. I put some lifters up there. So yeah, I, I, went, yeah. I went through a phase where I tried every protein bar known to man. And all the ones I didn't like, I just dropped them off on the table. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, all the ones I hated, I shut them Exactly right. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Maybe that's what it was. My cooler was too close to the free table. That's what the confusion was. Yeah. Um, you guys got anything else to add? No, I mean, I think it's just the, uh, the, the, the coming to a, having a destination, having accountability, and then having a great place to train uh, is totally better than, you know, I think training at your house and things like that. And I, we understand why people do that, but uh, I think there's, it's, it's superior to come to a place. And also, I was talking to one of my clients earlier, you know, the idea is having a definitive start and end. Yeah. You know, when you're home or somewhere, you know, like you get caught up, things like that. So having a place where you have an agenda, you're in, you're out. But also, I think the other big factor is when you develop those relationships, I think your fitness goals are much easier to meet. And then you have a place where, instead of going online, or so many people do, like, they go online look at, but whereas you have people who you can talk to, yeah. that have done it, have expertise, have, have certifications, have, you know, things like that, that you can talk to, and I think it's much easier to expedite your, mm-hmm. your goals, yeah. and so. I can tell you it's way less challenging once you're here to get a workout in then. Yes. Than it is when you're at your house, and you're like, well, yeah, just go ahead and flip on Netflix, make a sandwich, and sit on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a the real, hardest thing is getting into the Yeah, that's what yeah. you get here, I mean, you're already yeah. committed. You're, yeah. you're already yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm not, and I'm not knocking any other places, but I grew up, you know, training the wide and about that. And having a more private space, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, is far better because trying to get an effective workout when you're dealing with so many like people that are just like general that aren't training but are there just to work quote unquote work out. Yeah. Hard to just navigate, get good equipment, get the right equipment, you know, things like that. Yeah. But when you come in here, you're in a training gym that's designed for helping people reach their goals, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you come in here, much easier to. Yeah, navigate the, the gym and get the right workout. You like it's the, the beauty of the community, right? Like training, if you're pushing yourself, is uncomfortable anyway. So to come to a place that you're comfortable, and then to do the stuff that's uncomfortable, I think makes with a group really, of people, with a group of people, yeah. right? Everybody's uncomfortable. Sure, sure. I can tell you right now, for the most part, <coughs> most people aren't in here just doing stuff they're comfortable with day in and day out. That's not what we're designed to do. <laughs> exactly, right. the programming is for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to do that in a group of people, right? Misery loves company to some degree. Yeah. But when you build that bond in that community, it just makes it a much better experience overall. You don't mind the uncomfortable part of training because you're doing it with a bunch of people you like who are chasing the same goals. Yep. Yep. So <clears throat> our next podcast, what we're going to do is we're kind of going to dive into um, a couple of these points that that I made in the uh, When the Fat Loss Stops podcast. I think what we're going to do is uh, we're going to look at the calories Maybe and, a new roundtable for that one. Huh? Maybe a new roundtable group for that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Um, 
Yeah, well, it'll probably be me talking a lot. Is that got sweetener in it? Uh, <laughs> is that got artificial sweeteners? <laughs> um, so what I, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to dial in on uh, the cut more calories or add more calories concept. Um, so we'll kind of detail how yeah how to how to assess that and then kind of mix that with um, revving up your workout that point where uh, we're looking back on your schedule and seeing how it's changed um, and uh, take those two points and, and put together a plan for you. So thanks for joining us. Uh, hope you enjoyed our ramblings and we will see you next week.